What's up, guys, and welcome back to the DualSense Podcast. This is episode 45. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason. I'm joined, per usual, by my other co-host, Travis. Travis, what's going on this evening? What's good? Not much. Do you think we'll get a spike in listens because it's episode 45 and people will be thinking it's about Trump? <laughs> yes. Yes, I hope so. Just shout out to 45 in his golf game. He looks thin and his teeth look new. <laughs> uh he's you know what since he's not on twitter anymore or maybe social media in general that guy has basically disappeared from my everyday life <laughs> he really has you like yeah it's like not even a thing anymore <laughs> yeah he, it really is it's like he came and went he came and went mm-hmm. and, go. <laughs> <laughs> and can, can we talk about just briefly like how much better like because i love i'm big i'm a big fan of referring to presidents by their numerical uh order you know can we just talk about how 45 just rolls off the tongue so much better than 46? Right. I mean, it just does. Even 44. Yeah. 44 is great. You know, yeah. 44 is 43 is good. 42 is not bad. Yeah. 41 isn't very good. I don't like 41. Yeah. 46 sucks. It does. 47 sounds good. I think 47 will be good. 47 is going to be great because when Timothy Oliphant's in office, it's, <laughs> we're going to do all kinds of crazy shit. I hope he still has his uh, his uh, barcode tattoo when he's president. Like, just as an Easter egg to fuck with people. <laughs> we're just gonna Timothy's gonna get rid of of Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong Un. Like, we're just gonna <laughs> knock. We're just gonna get rid of these guys. No problem. It's gonna be two hitman movies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just fix the world. <laughs> yeah, each movie's four years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Travis, we are a weekly PlayStation podcast for the uninitiated here, where you and I get together and we discuss all of the week's news, rumors, new game releases, and a little bit more in the world of PlayStation. We post new episodes every Monday, and they're always less than 90 minutes long. We post them on all the usual podcast services around the globe, as well as YouTube on our page, The DualSense Podcast. And in addition to, to our episodes, we also post game streams and clips there as well. Like this week, we've uh, been a little bit busy streaming. You've been streaming uh, some Gran Turismo and myself Returnal, which I'm sure we'll both talk about here in a minute. And also, if you guys want to chat with us, want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter at the DualSense Pod. We are pretty active there. And without further ado, Travis, talk to me about what uh, you've been playing this past week. Uh, so I did find out this really cool thing on on FIFA. Um, it's it's useful. If you get back into FIFA or you're still into FIFA, for those of you out there, or or even next year's game, you go to um, SoFIFA.com. So if you're not familiar, it has everybody's rating, their worth, all that kind of stuff. So you you can look people up before you scout them. So that is one plus. But another thing you can do is you go to the calculator tab. And what you do there is you type in um, all the stats from your player. And it tells you what his overall is at every position. That's dope. Um. Sorry, my wife just dropped a fucking bowling ball upstairs. I, I heard that. <laughs> it's so, okay. My wife's going to come in in a minute and tell me she's leaving. So Wonderful. Not not for good, just temporarily, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's, the divorce is on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, babe. I got the fucking pod I got to do. Yeah, whatever. Just le- let me have this. You can have everything else. Um, so anyway, it's pretty cool. So like, you know how you get those guys sometimes, you're not sure where to put them. Mm-hmm. This is kind of cool. So I, I ran a simulation. Ran, I'm calling it a simulation, but I did it with one of my guys. And the position I want to put him at, he's two points worse at, but it gets rid of the exclamation point. So I'm okay with it. Oh, nice. Because right now he's negative 11. So even if he's minus two and, and the exclamation point's gone, it's better. But anyway, that's a cool mm-hmm. little tool to have. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. 
let's see. Oh, we crushed the chivalry beta. Oh God, we did. Was it good? okay? So it is was my I guess was my endorsement of it last week. Was that fair? What, do you would you yes. agree with it or no? Okay. Yeah, it is. It's um you know I pulled the trigger on the pre order so I could play the beta. You know I've always liked the idea of a medieval game. You remember when the three sixty came out? They had that Rome game or something like that. Yeah. It's like it's like what that game thought it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, I read some, you know, IGN did a preview of the game after they played the beta and the guy said it was like, you know, it's it's the standard bear now for first person combat. It is it's it's fun. All the swords are uh, see, I'm better with the swords than the hammers or the axes uh, for some reason. Um, I will say the gameplay, it, it feels easy. It's easy to use. It's um, not easy to be perfect with or master at all like the t- it's all about timing and moving your body and you know twisting a certain way to make sure you get a hit in before your enemy um it's difficult in that regard but when you put it all together it's it's beyond sure. it's so satisfying and the archer's fun i, I enjoy the archer you know i i base what character i am kind of like on battlefield i base it on kind of where the you know, if if we're defending the, the last for defending the air, I'm not I'm not gonna have the bow and arrow out. <laughs> I'm gonna have a sword or you know, a battle right. axe or something. So Yeah. You know, it's it's fun, it's a blast, it's um not overwhelming. Um we didn't do team death, we did the whatever you want to call it, capture the zone. Oh, the objective, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm interested to see if the, if there are more maps. You know, the progression as we went through, that was fun, unlocking different weapons, you know, the Warhammer uh Seems like it's really cool if you can master it. I shot a couple of guys with the bolt thing. Um, what is that thing called? The thing you can mount on? Uh, the uh, ballista? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the ballista. And you destroy guys with that thing. Like, like they fly. Like, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah, but the game is the game is inadvertently hilarious. Yeah, so anyway, um, Chivalry's awesome. Check it out. Yeah. And then other than that, we did uh, GT Sport, League Race, qualified fifth, um, was in second or third going into one of the turns on the first lap. I ran into a guy and got pit maneuvered, so then I was suddenly a minute behind the rest of the field, and um, I spent the next hour catching everybody and managed to finish fourth. It was a lot of driving to get back to that point. Uh, I pretty much drove flawless after that time I got pit maneuvered. So if I wouldn't have gotten spun out, I'm not sure I really lost any pace, any places by spinning out with my end result. But you mm-hmm. never know. Maybe I could have picked up third. And then in the uh, the FIA manufacturers race, um, I came P6. I qualified like 10th. So that was a pretty good finish there. Number one in the state for Aston Martin uh, again. My driver rating has never been so high. And last night, I actually taped a race. I uh, started 10th, and I finished 4th, and I passed six cars in like a lap on the first lap. And then the rest of the race was pretty boring. But anyway, I might I might clip that down and go through kind of the mistakes the cars in front of me made, what what they did wrong. Because they, they made some mistakes that made it easy for me. I made a couple of passes where I just sent it. But I was pretty locked in on that race. So, you know. I think I had a slight outside chance at P three, but I made I made a, I made an error on one of the second to last lap that kind of threw that away. But that's uh, that's about all I've been playing, and I, I guess I guess now we all get to hear about your um, return from the dead. Yeah, so you will get to hear about Returnal. 
Um, but I, I haven't first let me start at the beginning. I, so I have been playing Battlefield Five. We played some of that this week, and it went went okay. And then I also continued on with Days Gone as well. I'm a little over halfway through the game, I think. It's weird because I've been looking at a at a walkthrough on IGN every now and then to see like where I'm at on the mission list. And I've got like 30 or 40 missions left still probably. God. But what I've been noticing is that sometimes some of the missions are literally like five seconds. Like I just have to go like check in with somebody or just like, yeah, it just, it's so weird. And like, it'll give me XP for it and everything. Like, it's like, oh, go talk to Boozer. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like thinking this is the start of a mission. No, I'm just literally going to him. It's like, hey man, you're my bro. Like, don't kill yourself. And it's like my brother's keeper completed whatever like 2000 xp like that i drove over here for for that for a five second conversation so anyway i have have no idea i may be further along than i think but i feel like i'm building up to fight a horde i'm pretty close to that and then also like you said we destroyed the chivalry two beta played it as much as we could and i cannot talk enough about that game and how much i love it and enjoy it so far Really looking forward to that when it comes out in June. I think it comes out right before E3, so that's perfect. Uh, and then, yes, finally, the last thing that I've been playing is Returnal. Today, it it uh, you know released at midnight. Well, first of all, we all thought on the East Coast, we all thought that it was going to release at 11 uh, in, in the East. But at 11 o'clock, after the timer counted down, it reset and added an hour to midnight. So that was really, that was really cool. That was a, that was a ball buster you might say. But anyway, once I was finally able to play, I immediately got sucked in and I ended up playing until about two forty-five in the morning. I didn't mean to, <laughs> but I uh, played till about two forty-five and pl- played that long, mind you, and still did not beat the first boss. Wow. That actually was only, I guess, yeah, I guess that was actually only one cycle that I played last night. I played for about two and a half hours or so, just the same life the entire time. I was, you know, go, taking my time going through every nook and cranny, whatever. So then today I got up, I played, I died last night, got up today, played cycle number two, second life. Uh, got I got to the boss of the first world or level, whatever, each time, died twice. So anyway, <laughs> third time, third life. Finally, finally made it through and beat the boss. Third time was a charm. And then uh, mm-hmm. moved on to the second uh, biome, I think is what they call it, actually. Played it for about another two hours after I beat that first boss and then died before I even made it to the second boss uh, earlier today. So I've played it for about eight hours already. <laughs> and I haven't even made it through the second world yet. And then what I was telling, like I was telling you right before we started recording, there's somebody who beat the game in 14 hours. And I just don't, <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I don't, I don't foresee, I mean, I, I foresee myself taking about triple that to, to beat it if I'm lucky. So, uh, but in terms of like what I would say about the game, I would say that it's fantastic. It is an amazing game. Great gunplay. The graphics are, are incredible. Lots of effects, you know, particle effects and everything like like that. Lots of color. Looks great. Plays great. The sound is fantastic. I've been playing with my 3D, you know, headset. It is very challenging. Uh, it is difficult. 
the combat is challenging. Don't get me wrong, but I think what makes it like the most challenging is the fact that when you die, you have to start back at the beginning. Like if it wasn't for that, like if there's if there was some type of checkpoint system, it would be tough. Yeah, but it wouldn't be nearly as hard, in my opinion. But when you do beat a boss, you don't have to beat the you don't have to like beat every boss every time. So after you beat a boss, mm-hmm. you basically unlock like a checkpoint that's like halfway through the map that will teleport you to the next map, basically. So you can skip on like three quarters of the map or so of of you know the very beginning and then i'm assuming it's gonna be that way in the subsequent worlds as well so you can kind of like leap leapfrog basically so it's tough man i don't i don't know but it's it's so good it's just the gunplay and everything it's 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 fantastic i i highly recommend it i will say because i was talking it up quite a bit it didn't make it to my metacritic prediction as you know i was predicting that it would be a 90 plus it didn't make it it settled at an 86 which is still very very excellent it's very good i still still think that there is a case to be made where playstation and sony acquires housemark whether that happens i don't know but it probably should while they can still get them for a decent price that's all i have to say about it <laughs> i can tell you well final thing i have to say about it, i can tell you you would hate you would hate it you wouldn't like any of the spaghetti monsters and all the scary creatures <laughs> and everything and you would hate it i don't and i don't know if you watched it any of my gameplay and you saw me like you can run into these things that like dangle from the ceiling and they'll like suck you up uh, inside of them. Yeah. Yeah. They can catch you off guard and they'll, they'll, they still scare me occasionally because I just forget. And uh, <laughs> it's a little, little built in jump scare almost. Yeah. But you can use those to scale the verticality. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. I haven't unlocked like the grappling hook and that sort of stuff yet. So I still have a long way to go, but fantastic game. I'm glad we finally have some PS5 games to play. So, with that, Travis, let's get into the news here. We don't have a whole lot, but uh, we have some interesting things. Number one, Travis, Sony released their annual earnings report on Wednesday, and as you might imagine, due to the pandemic, PlayStation had its best financial year ever. Total sales hit $24 billion, which is up 34% from last fiscal year, and included just over $3 billion in profit. 3.3 million PlayStation 5 units were sold during its second quarter on the market, bringing lifetime units sold to 7.8 million, which is Sony's best console launch ever, just surpassing PS4's 7.6 million units sold back in 2013. Regarding the PlayStation 5, Sony Chief Financial Officer Hiroki (laughs) Totoki, great name. (laughs) I hadn't said that out loud yet. That really rolls off the tongue. Hiroki, yeah. Hiroki, Hiroki Totoki stated on the annual earnings call that PlayStation 5 supply is expected to remain limited this fiscal year as semiconductors and components are still severely supply constrained. However, Sony does forecast shipping more than 14.8 million PS5s this fiscal year, which would put lifetime sales by March 2022 at 22.6 million units, just above the sales pace of PlayStation 4's life cycle. Sony also shipped 1 million PlayStation 4 units in the last quarter, bringing lifetime sales to just over 116 million consoles. In terms of software, Sony sold 339 million games during fiscal year 2020, which is up from 276 million sold in 2019. Of the 339 million games sold, 58.4 million were PlayStation first-party titles, and 220 million were digital copies of games. 
with digital versions accounting for an astonishing 65% of PlayStation game sales. Amazingly, PlayStation 4's all-time software sales have reached 1.577 billion games sold, surpassing the PlayStation 2's 1.537 billion games sold, which is more total games sold than any other video game console in history. Also, PlayStation Plus subscribers rose 15% year-over-year to 47.6 million users, and finally, CFO Hiroki Totoki again told investors that Sony plans to quote-unquote aggressively invest in its first-party studios. Totoki stated the company will quote, increase development, personnel, and other in-house costs by approximately $184 million year-on-year as we further strengthen our in-house in-house software, end quote. So I know there's a lot going on there, but what do you make of any of it? Uh, the first thing I would like to point out is if, you know, me and you had a game studio and we made a cool game and then they came to buy it and he's like, hey, I'm Hiroki Totoki, I would immediately bust out laughing and then we would lose the deal. Right. <laughs> so the the crazy part about these numbers is like when you start talking about millions and billions, like my brain kind of goes really smooth, like a smooth boy brain. And I'm not very smart because it's like, <laughs> you know, when you, you're like, man, they, they had. 339 million games sold i'm like uh-huh cool mcdonald's has chicken nuggets like it doesn't really register with me because it's, <laughs> it's such a it's such a big number like you know and like yeah. even at the part where you said the ps4 all-time sales uh software sales have reached 1.7 billion 57 billion games sold like i would have if you would have told me that was the amount of all the games ever sold over every platform ever i would have thought that was amazing and you're telling me it's just the PS4. Sure. Like that is fucking wild to me. Yeah. But the 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 two main takeaways I take that I uh yeah, uh, kind of are exciting to me at least is the PS Plus subscribers are up 15%, which is cool because that, you know, lessens out the likelihood that we won't be able to find lobbies when we want to play games. And and I love that we're they're going to keep pushing in on these first party studios um, you know, PlayStation gets a lot of shit for that, I think. Sometimes rightfully so, but mostly I think people are just bored and they're haters. But if they're going to keep giving us really cool games, um, you know, even though I'm, I'm not playing Returnal, I still recognize its validity and its potential to impact the way future games are made. So having it exist is a, is a net positive um, for gamers in general, especially with the verticality. Like, it's just, it's just such a cool aspect. Like, just watch the gameplay of it. And a lot of games aren't built like that. Um, even, you know what I mean? It's like it's like taking what makes a side scroller so interesting and putting it in a 3D space. Yeah. But anyway, you know, the, their commitment to creating these games that put them in a position. I know that's not a first party game, but my point is they're letting stuff like that happen. And, and Housemark is in a prime position to be a first party studio. So them aggressively investing and that makes me feel like that you know there's a plan there that you know we don't see all of the plan but there is a plan there yeah i would i think that's probably safe to assume i mean it seems like that they're going to like there's just a like a feeling like with everything going on there's just a feeling with that they're going to acquire somebody and whether that's house mark or somebody like blue point yeah, the, the Demon Souls, you know, somebody like that. It just seems like one of those are on the block for Sony. And I still think that some of these like deals they have, like with Returnal, for instance, or, you know, those couple new studios that we've recently talked about that are making PlayStation exclusive games like last week, that 
that studio. I can't remember Firewalk or something like that. I feel like those studios are getting tryouts. Like I said, I still I still maintain that. I still have that feeling. I feel like if if something's good enough, like that's a that's good that's a tryout for Sony to possibly talk with them about an acquisition. But we'll see. Time will tell on that stuff. So I guess a couple of thoughts that I have on this stuff. First of all, it's pretty amazing that PS5 is on pace to outsell PS4. So we're probably talking about by the end of the life cycle, you know, 120 million PlayStation 5s out there, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's that's amazing considering, you know, that PS4 is one of the best selling consoles ever. And I think that there's just so much like momentum behind PlayStation with PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. and now PlayStation 5 and, you know, exclusive games kind of bolstering that. I think they're on a good kind of inertia kind of track to just keep it up as long as they keep content coming. Right. So the in terms of the number of games sold, that's incredible. I mean, they jumped, <laughs> you know, almost, they jumped like 70 million, uh, you know, game units sold in a year. And of right. course, some of that's due to the pandemic, but some of it's just organic too. Also, and then one, one other thing about it is that 65 of the, in terms of software, in terms of games, is that 65% of those were digital copies which is pretty impressive. Last year, I think at this time, it was like 53%. So we've gone up, you know, quite a bit even there in the share of digital to physical. And the interesting thing about that is that they made way more physical PS5 consoles than they did digital. And I'm wondering what the, I'm wondering what the, I guess what the data shows there on that. Because if, if the majority, if the overwhelming majority of people are buying games digital then what are they what are they looking at that tells them that they need so many physical versions of the ps5 you know what i mean so right my guess is that my guess my guess is it's a marketing thing like a psychology thing you know people just like to have Mm -hmm. the ability to have physical copies is my guess but i don't know maybe we'll know one day speaking of psychology the thing about playstation you talk about momentum is uh, the general feeling i have is that playstation is like a higher quality product. It's almost like Apple to Android. I feel like people uh, at least relate it to a higher quality mm. and expect a higher quality out of it. Cause that's just the feeling I get. Like it's almost like it's engineered better. You know, it's going to be, it's going to last longer. You don't have to worry about it. You know, we had some PS5's brick or some PS4's bricks, but we weren't getting things like red rings of death and other things like that. I mean, since the PlayStation, yeah. since they had that breach on the PS3, the hacking breach there really hasn't been an issue at all i mean they really locked it down yeah that's interesting that's interesting way that's interesting that you say that in an interesting way to put it i i think i think you're right about that and i think maybe part of that is supported by the fact that playstation first party puts out so many big blockbuster hit games right you know, you know what i'm saying like you people there's probably some psychology there that equates like the really high quality, big video games, but play, they're on PlayStation. So then you take that and there's, you just kind of associate PlayStation as being of higher quality in general, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's probably some psychology to that too. And that, that'd be, that'd be fascinating, a fascinating study to look at. So, uh, but then the last thing I want to say about it, about the PS4 versus PS2 specifically with the game sold. So, PS4 has now outsold total games, uh, has outsold PS2. 
the crazy thing about that is that PlayStation 2 sold, there's 155 million PlayStation 2 consoles that were sold that are out in the wild. So PS4 did it with 40 million less consoles, but they sold more total games, which is, in, which is incredible. Number two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart developer Insomniac Games released a new gameplay trailer this week, Travis, where they revealed Rivet, a new playable character joining Ratchet and Clank, no pun intended, in the fight against Emperor Nefarious. The trailer was trending on YouTube after garnering 1 million views in 24 hours on Monday. Insomniac was not finished there, however, as we also received a state of play on Thursday, featuring about 15 minutes of footage of the game running on PlayStation 5. The game looks absolutely stunning, and it and like a technical showpiece for the console. Did you see any of the of the gameplay at all that they, they showed or what? Yeah, so first thing I saw was the screenshots on Twitter. Just some people had, had some screen grabs yeah. from from the footage, and I was like, okay, it looks cool, but like the screenshots don't really do it justice. You need to watch the footage. It's, it's I mean, it really feels mm-hmm. like, like, it feels like a next-gen game, which is exciting. It's beautiful. You can tell that there's a depth to the game, like, even the stuff in the background has life to it that most games don't have on the four. Uh, but it is fun though. If you, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I've gotten into this lately, but I just think it's funny to scroll down and look for the Xbox bots or like the haters. So like you'll be watching this thing and people are like, man, this is really cool. This is awesome. And then you'll, you'll scroll down and this guy will be like, Halo looks better on the 360. It's like, no, it didn't. It's just like, you got these guys that I don't know. They're just, I don't know if they're mad or they're bored and they're just trying to start shit. I just think it's hilarious. Um, you know, I don't know if it's, it's the same type of guys that would give Returnal a three out of five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're on every thread too. It's like every time PlayStation tweets, it's like Xbox is better. Like four or five tweets down <laughs> every time. That's Xbox all is better. It's like every time Kobe would tweet something like, Ooh, you're bar- borrowed ass time. motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, just trolls man it's hilarious but uh i i'm really blown away by what they what they showed this week and even the screenshots but the gameplay in particular it just it looks incredible i mean it looks better than returnal even um which which isn't a huge surprise but it looks like it's going to be the best looking video game ever uh when it comes out i mean not always forever but at least at that time i don't know man i'm i'm really I'm I've, I've already pre-ordered the game, so I'm kind of excited about it. Anyway, I'm not a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. I didn't play one until a few a couple of months ago, but you know because it's a PS5 exclusive and it looks like it's going to be a huge one. Um, I feel like I needed to play it, but after all this, I'm I've got a got a little tinge, got a little little tinge of excitement. I'm interested to see how uh, how this goes and it's going to sell over 10 million copies i think i mean uh yeah it's going to be a huge one yeah it's it seems like it's going to be a system seller so it might push 20 right hopefully playstation can get some consoles ready to go by june you know early to mid june because this this is going to be one because not only because it looks so good and it's going to, going to be a blockbuster game but like this has that crossover appeal between like older people and younger people you know like People are mm-hmm. like kids are going to be asking parents for this now. There really hasn't, other than right. I guess Spider Man, Miles Morales, I guess is another one. But other than that, there really hasn't been anything. Yet. Yeah, but I guess other than that, there really hasn't been anything that's kind of you know has that crossover appeal, so to speak, that's really pushed people who maybe have been more mainstream or 
like not hardcore gamers to, to get one. So this might be it. Number three, Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann revealed on a recent podcast interview that he and co-writer Haley Gross have already written a story outline for The Last of Us Part 3, but that the game is not currently being made. Druckmann said, quote, I don't know how much I want to reveal. Haley and I did write an outline for a story that we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day that explores a little bit of what happens after this game, meaning Part 2. We'll see, he says, end quote. So, any any thoughts on this? You think it's safe to say that this is one of the three games that they're making? <laughs> well, it's de- yeah, definitely one of the three uh, that they're having thoughts about. I mean, it seems like it's too early for a three, to be honest. But, you know, I've been calling him yeah. Neil Drunkman in my head for years. Um, I just think that's a better flow. <laughs> yeah, drunk man. I just, um, yeah, it seems like obvious that it, they need to at least have it outlined. Um it seems like a, a, a decent thing they can fall back on if, if one of these other IPs doesn't work out for whatever reason, they can always fall back on the three, yeah. part three. At a certain point, though, it's like, how many of these can you make? Because then it's like, like I've told you before, how is it The Last of Us if they keep making games? <laughs> oh, yeah. They do have to be careful. You don't want to run into IP fatigue, you know? Um, we were getting a little bit fatigued with Uncharted there, I think, at the end, but they they ended it. Well, it's not the end, I'm sure, but they the Uncharted Four ended ended in a way that game. First of all, it's a great game, but it ended in a way where if they never went back to it, it's perfect, right? Like they could never touch Uncharted again, and I would per I personally would be satisfied with the way it ended, and it would be fantastic. But I'm sure that they won't. But we'll see. In terms of The Last of Us, I think that there's definitely enough there to go back to the well for a third one if they want to. I hope that that's not the next game that they make, though. Um, I'd like to see them do something different and then maybe come back to that down the road, kind of like they did with The Last of Us before they made Uncharted 4. I think now is the time to like to make another new IP to get that going, get that started, and then you can go back and make The Last of Us Part 3 after people, you know, kind of have some time and some space and then they can get excited about it again. I think that's maybe the way to go, but uh I would I mean if they if they come out and say that they're making it, I'm I'm going to be stoked regardless, but I think they need to do something in between to uh, give it some room to breathe. Number 4, PlayStation announced the PlayStation Plus lineup for the month of May over on the PlayStation blog. Subscribers can treat themselves to Demolition Derby-style racing game Wreckfest, Drive Hard, Die Last on PlayStation 5. Also available for free are first-person shooter Battlefield 5 on PlayStation 4, and first-person survival game Stranded Deep, also on PlayStation 4. The three games will be available to claim and download starting on May the 4th. Be with you, Travis. What do you think? <laughs> it's so weird to to see battlefield called a first person shooter i know that's what it is but like nobody refers to it like that so it's very strange when i see it written it's just funny to me i, I mean i'm sure we'll give wreckfest another try you know wreckfest drive yeah. hard and stranded deep is interesting i've heard a lot about stranded deep i've heard a lot about its gameplay and how difficult it is and apparently you can build a helicopter um there's some intrigue oh, there wow. i might i'll definitely claim it i'll definitely claim it to see if um you know, maybe one day when I'm bored, there's a lull. I'll download it and see how hard it is to get off that island. Sure. 
I have played Stranded Deep because it's also on PlayStation Now, which I'm subscribed to. So I've downloaded Stranded Deep and I've played it a little bit uh, a couple months ago, I think. And the game is cool itself. It has a cool concept, but I couldn't play it because the frame rate was so bad. It was awful. It was making me sick. It was giving me a headache. So it wasn't even like it was like a steady like 30 frames. Like I could do that, but it was like all these frame drops. It would drop down to like 15 and 20 frames and it was just making me sick. So I had to give up on it. But it's a cool concept. I hadn't heard that you could build a helicopter, but that sounds pretty awesome. Um, like that's the type of game like is right up my alley. They would just do something about the frame rate. I would go back and give it another shot. I am also very excited about Wreckfest, especially because it's going to be the PS5 version, which is getting you know upgraded and everything with 4K and 60 frames and everything. I think that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to giving it another shot because I played it on PS4, but didn't really click that time around, so I'm hoping that it will this time. We'll see. Number five, Travis, we also have several news nuggets here as well. Feel free to jump in wherever you like. First nugget, Returnal developer Housemark has responded to fan criticism of the lack of a save system and seemed to indicate that they are working on a solution. I can vouch that this is pretty annoying. So right now, you know, like we were talking about earlier, like if you haven't died, like you're in the middle of a run, you know, you're not dead, but you need to need to go run to go to dinner or you need to go, you know, pork your wife or take care of your crying <laughs> kid or whatever, like you have to just pause it and leave it. And, or, you know, you can pause it and put your PS5 on rest mode and it will suspend it and it'll be right there. I mean, that's an option, I guess. But if you, if you lose power or if the game has an update or the system has an update, it's going to close the application and you're screwed. So they really just need a solution to be able to like save your current progress. And then when you boot the game up the next time, that's where you start. But hopefully that's what they do. We'll see. Also, smash hit indie game Among Us will be coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 later this year. It will include exclusive Ratchet and Clank content. It's kind of exciting. Sackboy, a big adventure, will start a new PlayStation tournament series on May the 1st with Sackboy Knit Speedrun Challenge only on the PlayStation 5. Destruction All-Stars developer Lucid Games announced that Season 1 titled Hot Shots will launch on May the 5th. We're going to try to save that game. Website PushSquare reported that Capcom has extended the convoluted Resident Evil Village demo until May the 9th. Upcoming PvPVE Medieval Heist game Hood Outlaws and Legends will receive a year's worth of free content for all players, including new characters, maps, and game modes. Do we get that this week or is that next week? I can't remember. Yes, that's this coming week. That's uh, so May the 7th and I think preload on, yeah, I think preload on May the 5th. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And I can't believe we're going to get John out of retirement to play a game with us, allegedly. <laughs> IGN revealed a 17-minute gameplay demo for PS4 exclusive and PlayStation China Hero Project, Lost Soul Aside, an action RPG in the vein of Devil May Cry, and we also learned that it will get a native PlayStation 5 version. Game looks cool, but it's not my type of game. I'm not a Devil May Cry guy. The PlayStation mobile app has been downloaded more than 100 million times, Travis, on Google's Play Store alone. That's pretty nuts. Doesn't even make sense. Also, Travis, fans have discovered a Firefox web browser plugin called Valkyrie PlayStation <laughs> Store, which, which restores functionality of the, old PS3 and, <laughs> the old PS3 and Vita web stores. 
Licensed Ghostbusters content is now available in Theme Park Management Sim Planet Coaster for $14.99. No thank you. A Peggy, hello, this Peggy game rating in Europe <laughs> seems to have revealed that Godfall will be coming to PlayStation 4. That's interesting. Also, popular MMO Fallout 76 received a massive 59 gigabyte update on the PS4 this week, featuring a number of fan-requested features. PSVR survival sim The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners will get a new free expansion on May 20th called Aftershocks. Isn't there a game already called Saints and Sinners? Like, um, what was it? Um, uh, that game's called Saints Row. It's called Saints Row. It's like a GTA knockoff. Yeah, yeah. The fighting game Guilty Gear Strive will host a second open beta from May 13th through May 16th on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Space horror roguelite game The Persistence will receive a PS5 upgrade on June the 4th. The update will be free to current PS4 owners of the game. FIFA 21 will be added to the EA Play subscription game roster next week, I believe on May the 6th. Court documents from Epic Games Battle with Apple revealed that 46.8% of Fortnite revenue from March 8, March 2018 to July 2020 were on the PlayStation 4, which is staggering. Uh, Xbox was like 27% for comparison. All right, Travis. And finally, whatever website, Pushsquare reported <laughs> that Mortal Kombat developer NetherRealm Studios is rumored to be working on a Marvel fighting game. Just sounds kind of neat, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that EA's competitive dodgeball game, Knockout City, will cost $19.99, but will also be included with EA Play subscription at launch. A new trademark has been filed for Dying Light 2 Stay Human, presumably the full name of the upcoming sequel. Capcom Arcade Stadium will come to PS4 on May 25th. GDC's annual game developer survey revealed that PlayStation 5 is the second most popular platform among developers, right behind PC, Master Race, and also that 44% of respondents said their project was delayed by COVID. Imagine that, as much Xbox and PlayStation bullshit that goes back and forth. I think the developers really, really are in the know of, you know, what, what system's better to play. Yeah, better to play, has more features, easier to develop on, perhaps. Just gets people excited. It's the blood pumping. Also, PlayStation Lifestyle reported that Crash Bandicoot 4 developer Toys for Bob is now supporting Raven Software on development of Call of Duty Warzone Season 3, which means that all of Activision Studios are now working on the Call of Duty <laughs> franchise. Every one of them. But it's just so ridiculous. It's like I, I saw on Twitter somebody said that you know, if you work for Activision, you fall in the Call of Duty mine. You're just down there digging for Call of Duty coal. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of sucks, to be honest. Like, they literally, I mean, everybody that works for them is working on Call of Duty in some way. It just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but it's a cash cow like Fortnite, so I guess they're just going to ride that ass like Zoro. Website PlayStation Universe reported that multiplayer game Resident Evil Reverse is rumored to be delayed until the summer to iron out server and matchmaking issues. That's a shocker. Legendary Capcom developer Yoshinori Ono. Papo Dojo. Just like name your kid Dale. Like, come on. <laughs> Del Ono, who led development on the Street Fighter franchise from the late 90s and beyond has left Capcom to join developer Delightworks as president and chief operating officer. 
A sequel to 2019's Judgment, a Yakuza series spinoff, will be getting a sequel reveal on May the 7th. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will come natively to the PlayStation 5 sometime this summer. Rhythm-based shooter BPM Bullets Per Minute will come to PS4 sometime later this year. Genshin Impact has added a platinum trophy to its PS5 version for all of you trophy whores out there. DC Fandome will, re- will return this October and will allegedly include game announcements, even though they've delayed everything. Space Victorian Steampunk Action Game, Sunless Skies Sovereign Edition, will come to PS4 on May 19th. The first Subnautica game will get a PS5 release on May 14th with a free upgrade for existing PS4 owners. Subnautica sequel, Subnautica Bullet Zero, will also release on May the 14th and will include support for 4K 60. DualSense functionality, and a free upgrade to PS5 for those that purchase on PS4. CD Projekt Red Management are reportedly set to receive between $4 million and $6 million bonuses from Cyberpunk 2077 sales. So those guys literally don't give a shit nice. about that game. <laughs> yeah, go fuck. And also, Travis, the PlayStation 5 will finally launch in communist China on May the 15th. Good for those guys. Website Gamatsu reported that action platformer Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection will launch on PS4 on June 1st. 3D platformer Babel the Walking Box was announced for PS4 <laughs> and PS5 on release sometime later this year. It's, um, also known in the West as Girl. Chinese action RPG Zhuan Yuan Sword the Seventh will come to PS4 sometime this summer. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I am. It's a Dynasty Warriors character that's made it a game. Also, Travis, Nordic PvP combat arena game Blood of Heroes will be coming to PS4 and PS5 sometime this year. Historical action thriller Treasures of Aegean will release on Aegean, will release on PS4 in the fourth quarter of this year. Top-down arcade action shoot-em-up roguelite Gear Shifters will launch on PS4 sometime this year. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach will launch on PS4 and PS5 in late 2021. Espionage game Cosmic Top Secret will come to PlayStation 4 on May 21st. Hand-drawn puzzle platformer Out of Line will launch on will launch in late 2021 on PlayStation 4. World War II real-time tactics game War Mongrels will release on PS4 and PS5 sometime late this year. The game was cool. We've talked about it before. PlayStation China Hero Project game Fist, forged in Shadow Torch, is entering the final stages of development and has added a native PlayStation 5 version. The game also looks cool. Modus Games has partnered with Italian developer Reply Game Studios to publish a new IP in 2022. And finally, Gamatsu reported that developer People Can Fly has acquired a Phosphor Studios and the team will be renamed People Can Fly Chicago, which sounds like an airline. And that is all. For the news this week, mercifully. And I'll now turn it over to Travis for this week's new game releases. On the 28th of April, we have Genshin Impact on the 5, the PS5 version. We also had Gun Ducky Industries, Heavy Burger, Mom Hid My Mum too. So an American mom hid a British mum um, somewhere and you have to find her. Following that, we have The Returnal. Since a cyberpunk ghost story, which the guys at CD Projekt Red also don't care about. Following that, we had Synergia or Synergia, one of those. It's also on the Vita. 
On the 29th, we had Animal Rivals, Battle Axe, Layers of Fear VR on the PSVR. That game looks actually pretty interesting. It probably would make um, me shit my pants, but I think it'll actually review pretty well. Star Wars Pinball VR and War Dogs Reds Return, which kind of looks like um, the old school like um, Mortal Kombat, like Street Fighter kind of, you know, you're fighting each other on like this sort of 2D horizontal thing. It looks pretty interesting. On April the 30th, we have Boris the Rocket, which is uh, you're like a Russian guy who builds a rocket and then the KGB comes to you. Um, It looks interesting. I don't think it's a very long game, though. Following that, we have Retro Mania Wrestling, Terminator Resistance Enhanced, Ultimate Custom Night, and then uh, Returnal again. I guess it came out twice. And that's all for new games. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that was on the list twice. So I must have not realized that uh, Push Square had had it on their list for the 28th because I actually added it to the 30th. So they must have had a typo, which I fixed, but I didn't realize that they had it on the 28th. So the 30th uh, is actually Returnal's release date. Don't know what they're doing over there. It's staying up late playing Returnal probably. (laughs) But anyway, that's it for the new game releases this week. Like Travis said, And with that, let's begin to wrap the show up here, Travis. And I think we're going to forego talking about what we're going to be playing because it's been such a shit show trying to record this because uh, I guess our internet, per usual, does not like each other and we are delayed and we're trying to guess as to when each other is talking and what at what point in the recording we're talking. So we'll uh, we won't talk about what we're going to be going to be playing. I'll probably just close out the show here so we can mercifully mercifully end in this misery that we're in right now so with that said if you guys enjoyed the show in whatever form or fashion that we are able to edit it to be coherent (laughs) please maybe consider subscribing or you know maybe leaving us a review or some stars or on your podcast service however that works for you or possibly a comment or a thumbs up if you're on youtube also and most importantly If you have a friend who would enjoy a PlayStation podcast where they can get all of the week's news, rumors, new game releases, and more in less than 90 minutes, and where it's typically coherent, no problemo, then (laughs) maybe tell them about us. Share us with them. This is going to be our most downloaded episode ever. It might. This Honestly, this very well could be our most downloaded show ever. It seems like the more like, (laughs) the more like, I don't know, like caveman pre- prehistoric like rudimentary it is the better i don't know i don't know what's wrong with you people out there so uh also if you want to check out some of our game streams and clips you can find us on youtube at the dual sense podcast or if you want to talk with us find us on twitter and uh tweet at us at the dual sense pod if you made it all the way through this episode and you felt like that it was coherent little easter egg maybe you should tweet at us and tell us that you made it through and you can be right there in the shit with us. And it will always be something between you and us that, to know that you made it all the way through. You survived episode 45. We may even make t-shirts. So yep. It was about as good as the 45th presidency. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. All right. You guys have a good week. Take care. Stay safe. We'll talk at you, or at least we'll try to talk at you next time. <laughs>